make a difference thanks to the Chemist Warehouse Charity Super Raffle. Head online to donate today. This is Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yes, indeed. This half an hour, we celebrate everything to do with the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs Mana alongside of me, a man who captained the Chiefs in the early days of Super Rugby 79 test for the All Blacks, the great Ian Jones. Carmo, welcome. Yeah, g'day, uh, Wado. And how good, eh? How good was that game on Saturday night? I know the Chiefs have won, and we're going to get into that soon, but I tell you, when a game is played at that intensity with a crowd uh, like that, it's, man, I'm biased, but man, it's the greatest game in the world. Yeah, no, look, it is though, but it wasn't it great to finally see a Super Rugby game in this country sold out? I mean, there would have been 500 people at Moana Pacifica, uh, weren't a lot of people at the Blues games, and you're thinking, please, let me, this is the Crusaders, this is the Chiefs, this should be a sellout, and it was a sellout. So well done to Chiefs fans, and well done to the Chiefs um, franchise for the level of engagement they've clearly got amongst their community and what they're doing with their fan base. And what I know, the Chiefs fans know this, but they need to be reminded of this, they are the difference. Home advantage is a thing. Go through history at all sports, mm. uh, all playoffs, home advantage is a thing, and it's a thing because of the, the crowds, clearly the atmosphere, Clearly, you know, you're comfortable in your own environment, but the 16th man, which we felt on Saturday night, was the Chiefs fans, got their team across the line where they were going through some of their dark moments out there, and they were under the pump at many, many stages through that game. Just the sheer energy of the crowd gets you up as a player, so well done to everyone who got along there. Save your money because the boys are going to be playing some playoff matches there, and we need you again. Look, I've, I've done a number of the different Super Rugby shows over the last three days and every co-host that I've had, I've asked them to give me their DHL Super Rugby Player of the Round and every single one of them has said Damien McKenzie. Yeah, I wouldn't have, uh, personally. Um, maybe Damien McKenzie the last 25 minutes of that game uh, when he moved out to uh, fullback, when he was allowed to run a little bit wider. Um, I mean, you and I spoke last week and we I talked about... Um, McKenzie as a 10 at super rugby level as opposed to McKenzie as a 10 at all black level and why I didn't believe he was the all black number 10 I thought it was the impact that he brings off the bench as a fullback um, I think you really the more I watch this rugby and I know Steve Hansen went through this and I believe what Steve Hansen said is that it's a team of 23 we're picking Watto not a team of 15 so what Dave McKenzie can bring to the all blacks and this is a different conversation but what he can bring, his speed, his ability to, to spot mismatches wider, like Bowden Barrett used to do back in 215. But the reason, once more, I wouldn't have picked Amy McKenzie as the, the player of the match because we didn't get, the Chiefs didn't get forward domination quick ball in the first half. Therefore, that lateral running we often talked about shut us down. We weren't getting out of the game line. We saw what his kick game was like. Those adjustments were made. Fair play to the whole Chiefs team for making those adjustments. That is brilliant. But when he went out, Bryn Gatlin came in, he went out a bit wider. That beautiful try that he set up for Sean Stevenson's, the ability he could make in the inroads a little bit wider than the 10 position. Yep, you can give him the player of the, the day for those last 20, 25 minutes. But um, and I'll announce my player of the day later on. Might as well do it now. Sam Kane. Sam Kane was brilliant. Sam Kane was absolutely phenomenal. Based on a lot of the work that Luke Jacobson, the number eight, can do, Luke Jacobson is a tireless worker. Shit, he does some work in there. Defensively brilliant. You don't see him that wide of the ruck, but that allows Sam Kane 
um, to stand a little bit wider to attack the, the you know the defensive rucks. Um, so yeah, Sam Kane, I was so so impressed by. So the DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Camo's DHL Super Rugby player for the Chiefs is Sam Kane. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific, catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. We would sort of been talking across other shows on the weekend and talking about the Crusaders lacking and missing a guy like Ethan Blackadder and the go forward he gets. When you look at this Chiefs forward pack and you start to get towards the playoffs, can you win this competition without Sam Kane or without Takiyaho. How important are those two in the context of everything? Hugely important. Although Ted Thompson is at the reserve hook. I've been bloody impressed by him. Yep. Gee, I love his energy. But Takiyaho is a special athlete. He's special, right? isn't he? I mean, the, and the, what's been so special about him this year, once more we've talked about it uh, ad nauseum almost everywhere. He is the world's best player, in my opinion, You know, five metres out from the trial line. He is unstoppable. This year, he's become one of the world's best hookers because his work rate right throughout the 100 metres of the, the, the paddock has been phenomenal. His leg drive, his ability to get over the gain line, his ability to attract defenders, therefore produce really quick ball, has been brilliant. Yep, so he's really important. Sam Kane is really important, but the combination of Kane, Finau now, and, um, and Jacobson has been a good one in the least four trees for the Chiefs. And then you bring Sawakula off the bench. Yep, phenomenal. I want to talk about the midfield combination of Poi Hippie and Rona uh, because they don't seem to be talked about and we talk about combinations, don't we? But they've just got on steadily behind the scenes, mm. got on with their work, haven't they? Very good defensive midfield, doing a lot of things right too. I mean, Sean Stevenson, you talk about the likes of Nanai Saturo, but it doesn't happen without a good second five and centre. Well, the only way you can create width for the, for those those outside backs is to have really straight, hard-running lines, second five and centre. And we talk about the depth of Chiefs. And we're yet to bring back Anton Leonard-Brown, Nackville, two of the oh, best performers wow. Wow. for the Chiefs of the year. They'll be ready to go. But absolutely, this midfield has been wonderful because with McKenzie running laterally the way he does run, to have the 12 and 13 be able to straighten up even run inside lines to hold that inside defence so they can't drift off on you know, our, our back three for the Chiefs is really good. So once more, very well coached side, Wado. People understand their roles. Don't go outside their roles. Don't chase the game. Just stay uh, within the game plan that's been set. And I believe that is what's working for the Chiefs. 34-24, the score over the weekend. This weekend, the Chiefs, well, Friday night, they head down to Dundee and they take on the Highlanders, a Highlanders team that... Hasn't been winning, but a Highlanders team that's still on paper is not a bad side, a side that you just feel at some point is going to click. How much of a banana skin game is this one on Friday night? What does your squad look like, knowing that the following week you're at home to the Reds? Well, it's not going to happen because this Chiefs side under the leadership of Clayton McMillan will respect every team, including every New Zealand side. But if you don't respect the Highlanders, you don't go down there absolutely committed to what you want to do, which is get early domination, um, you know, that speed of the ruck ball that we so desperately want in the enclosed stadium of Forsyth Bar, then if you don't have those things, what it will be a banana skin. But with the likes of Brady Retallick, Sam Kane, the, the, the absolutely the level and values and standards that they set, no one will want to drop below that. And the play, players coming in, if there is some rotation, and there'll need to be some rotation, have shown already such a well-coached side, they understand what they, they need to do. It is coming up to 19 and a half minutes away from 8. You're listening to Chiefs Mana. Mark Watson alongside of me, All Black great Ian Jones. We'll take a break. If you've got any questions or any texts, feel free to text us here on 8833. 
It is Chiefs Manor Assistant Chiefs Coach Paul Feeney joins us on the programme. Paul, good evening. Welcome. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. I've got uh, Ian Jones alongside of me. Mate, you still remain unbeaten. You've got the Highlanders this week. How do you keep your feet on the ground? What's the message to the boys? Um, the message is uh, they're a dangerous team. They've got all the, you know, they've got a few players back now. You have a look at their forward pack. They've actually got a pretty forward, pretty powerful forward pack, especially set piece uh, with Ethan the Groot. Uh, Nuggets playing well. Uh, they've got Nariki back. So uh, she, she could be a bit of a banana skin. So do you put a full strength side out on the park? Is that the aim this week? Or is this a game where you still go, look, we've got to rotate a little bit for the greater good of the squad, but also just to keep our powder dry for a little bit later in the season? Because I should play this with a straight bet. Um, I don't name the team till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm asking you the question, Paul. I, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't try and probe Paul. We'll never take any New Zealand rugby team lightly. Um, we will be putting out a very strong side. It's an important game for us to uh, to, to keep moving forward and doing well. Ready, Karma here, mate. Let's. Uh, how are you doing, bud? Let's get back to Saturday night and wow, what a phenomenal game! And the first thing I want to talk about is how did those, how did the team enjoy that crowd and playing in front of twenty-two thousand screaming fans? Yeah, I mean, how good is that, Carmo? Um, I spoke to Roger Randall after the game, and he said that's the biggest crowd. He's been coaching there for about five years now. Roger doing a great job, and he said it's the biggest crowd that they've played in front of for four years. So. Uh, no, it's massive, massive for our players, massive for for the club. So, uh, no, we, we look forward to that again uh, when we play the Hurricanes in a couple of weeks. You were sidelined, uh, Paul. I just kind of tried to make the, the point before. They were my player of the day, the crowd. And during those tough moments, there were plenty of tough moments on Saturday night. You kind of needed that little extra. And often it's the 16th man. It's the crowd that gives that little extra. Did you feel it yourself on sideline? Yeah, we, we were hoping our, our crowd was going to be a little bit feral because, you know, you go down to Canterbury and they give it to you. They give it to you in spades when you're coaches and you're walking up and down that, um, you know, the grandstand before the game at half time, full time. They love it. So um, we were hoping our crowd was going to give a little bit the same. So, so we definitely felt it and uh, fantastic support. And being a North Harbour boy and not being from this area, Camo, uh, I can tell you now, I, I love the I love the cowbells. Well, funny enough, you say that because we've just been talking off here about Oniwa Domain uh, and some of those great battles that we used to have at Oniwa Domain, and we want that same kind of atmosphere. But talking about the game and, and tactically, you had to make some big changes during uh, the eighty minutes, and some of those changes were to your kick game. How um, how how did that come about? Because I think first 20, maybe even first 30 minutes were under the pump, but you certainly worked on that and had better field position. I mean, first 20 or 30 minutes, we didn't exit very well. Um, you know, Damo had a kick charge down and then he and then he falconed uh, Lukey J in the head from behind, which must have hurt. So two or three things didn't go right. Um, you know, we spoke about it and, and we had a plan and you know, we talked about our, our kicking game and I think our kicking game, well, I know that the Crusaders, um, you know, in round one, we out, we out kicked them and as a result, they kicked a lot of short kicks last weekend. They kicked a lot of, uh, 
you know, kicks from box kicks from nine. They kicked from ten. Richie kicked a lot of kicks across to the winger, um, and that and that was pressure on them to change their game because of because of our kicking game. So um, really proud of our our kicking game and and the pressure we put on them because of what we did uh, first time we played them. I want to talk about the contribution of Luke Jacobson, and yeah, man, <laughs> he got that right on the Swede, but it didn't just actually seem to rock the big fella. Sam Kane was my player of the day, but he's my player of the day based on the work that Luke Jacobson is doing in the eight jersey, mainly defensively, but pretty tight on attack as well. Tell us about his contribution uh, to that 80 minutes performance. You know, I mean, uh, he is like critical to our team. Um, he's our defensive leader. You know, he speaks fantastically in the huddles when I go in there. Um, you know, no frills, but, you know, at one stage there, they put a bomb up and, uh, no, after a kickoff, sorry, uh, it just went over the big guzzler's head. Uh, we missed it. We had one man on the ground. They were counter-rucking. And Lukey just came and picked up the ball, saved us, gave it to uh, Amoni Narewa, and that's when he had that 40-meter burst, put a chip kick in and dived to catch the ball. And that really epitomizes Luke, you know. No frills. Uh, great team man, but he's got two big shoulders on him. And, you know, we talk about Chiefs defence at the moment. Well, Sam Kane, Sam Penny and Luke Jakes, and they're just leading that in space. Yep, absolutely fantastic. And another area of strength you have, and I want this two-part question, you're, you're two midfielders at the moment. Mm. I guess unheralded in some ways, uh, the counterparts going into the season have been rock solid. But the second part... Rat is how far away is Nankerville and Leonard Brown from starting? Well, both uh, yeah, Ramaka Pohipi has massively stepped up, hasn't he? And uh, I think it's good for our club. I mean, we, you don't want injuries, but um, the opportunity that, that uh, Ramaka's had has been fantastic, and he's grown as a, as a defensive leader and as a communicator. And then. Uh, you know, Daniel Roan has just slipped in there seamlessly. Uh, you wouldn't know that we're missing anyone the way they've played, which I think also, Carmo, is credit to the, the guys inside and outside um, for their communication. But, yeah, um, uh, Anton played club rugby last week, played 40 minutes. So uh, Anton's good to go. And Alex Nankerville is also uh, good to go going forward. So they're both going to be back very, very shortly. But... Um, it's been great for us for the growth, you know, of Rams, obviously, and Dan Rona as a young fella coming in, you know, being a part-timer and yeah. with what he's done in Jersey. And just very finally, I know you'd have some battered bodies from last Saturday night, but these guys look super fit. In fact, their fitness, I think, got them through that last kind of 10, 15 minutes. Full squad to select from Rat heading into this weekend's game? Yep. Um, we, we've been lucky. I mean, obviously... Uh, you know, Quinn Tupai was out from that ugly incident last year, and we've lost Ant- we lost Anton and, and Nank, so we were struggling a bit there. But um, now those two are coming back, uh, and ev- everyone else is good to go. So, as I said, we certainly wouldn't take the Highlanders uh, lightly. There, you know, I-, I talked about their four pack. They're back at home. They're disappointed after losing, obviously, against the Waratahs. Um, would be fools not to put out a very strong side against them this Friday night. Paul Feeney, thank you for your time. All the very best against the Highlanders Friday night. Looking forward to that one.
thanks very much. It is eight minutes away from eight. You are listening to Chief Smart. Mark Watson alongside of me, Ian Jones. Now, the Chemist Warehouse. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Come are you DHL Super Rugby Pacific at Player of the Round? Yeah, do I have to go outside the Chiefs? Cause I'm no, going you back. can go, you can, I'm, I'm, you can go wherever you want, mate. I'm going back to the Chiefs crowd. Can, can they get it? Because the Chiefs crowd, to me, made a huge difference Well, someone's there. just texting them from Canterbury saying the referee made the big difference. Well, <laughs> mate, talk about the referee. Can I just make two points on the referee? It has to be a knock-on. This is the... Um, the try, um, when, when, whatever, it's rugby league, rugby union, when your shoulders are parallel with the try line, which the guys were running at full speed, your palms are pointing forward and you touch the ball, it has to be a, a knock, knock on. on. So that, that is legit, no problems. Okay, so the big issue I had with the referee was when our man, I think it might have been the Ray with the, the, the right winger, tackled Jack Gucci when Jack Gucci jumped in the air, got the penalty. A penalty from there, they kick to the corner, penalty try, Luke Jackson, yellow card. I love it, I love now it. That, but no, that but that's, that's right what I'm saying, because I've been, inundated, I've been inundated with Crusaders, people who have seen it through one eyes, and I've said I'd love to get somebody from the Chiefs for them to pick the referee apart for all the things that the Chiefs felt they were hard done by, and you've just highlighted those. <laughs> but reckon. my point is, that's what it's all about, isn't it, Carmo? Yeah, I look at the referee, did a pretty hey, good job. Now, There's now, swings and roundabouts yeah, out now, there, but I was bitter about that yellow card. I was bitter about the pedantic, stupid penalty when Jack Goodshoe jumped in the air. Hey, hey, we don't knock, we don't knock Mount Abergrimma's finest in Goodshoe. The DHL Super <laughs> hey, Rugby come Pacific. come high school, mate. Yeah, yeah okay, well, we, we've got a, we, we like Jack. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific. Catch the action live on Sky Sport. Get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Uh, come on, we are pretty much done and dusted, mate. Hey, well done too on finishing the Dewdrop Hope Challenge and raising really good money for adolescent mental health around the country and putting the spotlight on that. Really disappointing that the members of Parliament maybe didn't um, respond the way they perhaps should have. Oh, the special 16 days is amazing. At the moment, if you can, jump in live ocean of a good mate of ours, John O'Riddler, yep. swimming 100 k's from Great Barrier Island to Narrow Neck. He's about 10 hours He's in. He's 10 hours exactly. He's covered 31.5 kilometres. He's in a... And budgie smugglers, man, with a bit of petroleum grease if he's lucky. 35 hours 35 he's hoping hours, he's for. going to sleep through the Go night. Go, good thing. So this Go time, the Chiefs. This time tomorrow night, he'll probably still be bloody well swimming. Give Go me an the idea. Chiefs. Go the Chiefs. Chiefs Mana, every Tuesday night, 7.30 date. Great man, Ian Jones. Has been that never was alongside of him. Go the Chiefs. Four minutes away from eight. <laughs> Talking netball, between eight and nine. Kieran Bingham, Storm Purvis. That's next. <laughs>